Rock and Brew Show! Yeah, yeah, yeah! What is up, Kaz? Also known as the Laker fan that will enjoy the next championship in the NBA, according to Darren Ravel. Awesome dude, I might add. Just amazing dude. Uh... They, he, he just tweeted that the Lakers are going to win it all. So uh, let's just skip this podcast about last night's series, finals. <laughs> let's just skip it all, and let's just talk about the Lakers, cause. No, thank you. I'm, 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 uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into plenty of that. But uh, my initial thoughts are, you know, yes. Oh, you're going to give some know? thoughts here. I love it. <laughs> well, just real quick. I mean, uh, no, uh, Vogel plus 34-year-old LeBron, plus Josh Hart, plus AD, plus the savvy moves of Linda Rambis, definitely <laughs> equals a championship. And that's all I'm going to say. Do you remember the, the commercial from, like, NFL Fantasy from, like, 10 years ago where the guy says, championship, after, like, TJ Hushman's on. I think so. Yes, vaguely, vaguely. I'm, like, the only guy in the world that runs around saying championship like that because... <laughs> That was a cool commercial back in the day. We love fantasy football. And, uh, now it's, you know, hey, this is a great day. Um, and I got to chase that with it was a crappy, crappy set of circumstances in the finals, just with the injuries, chaos. I mean, hell, Masai Ujiri, and I don't know if, if you caught this because a lot of people went to bed after the finals, I think. This was an exhausting playoffs. Yeah. Depressing. Even, yeah, depressing. And, I mean, I thought this series was the best series I've seen in so long. Um, I was exhausted. And right as I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to bed because that was exhausting. I see Masai Ujiri is going to be investigated for assault on an Oakland sheriff. And what? Yeah, and I and I had a feeling you hadn't heard that yet, so I was I was going to enjoy dropping that on your head this morning. Um, yeah, so it's been crazy, and we'll get into that. We'll get into that right now, but um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about this crazy playoff series and the final with the Toronto Raptors winning their first championship, Toronto's uh, first championship since the Blue Jays. I believe. Don't kill me, yeah. Toronto, if I'm forgetting a hockey title or something. Um, it, it, this this is an amazing moment for the NBA in general with the pivoting all over the place. I mean, there's just pivoting everywhere. You know, that tweet that the great, amazing, venerable Darren Ravel put out um, saying that the Lakers are the, the odds-on favorite for the championship. I don't know where he's getting those numbers from, but like the fact that we're even talking about that, the fact that we've been talking about Anthony Davis stuff during the finals, uh, the fact that Kyrie Irving, you know, it doesn't seem like he's going to stay with Boston. It seems like he might be heading to Brooklyn. I mean, this league is moving so fast, and then you get Kevin Durant, Achilles, a ruptured Achilles, out probably all of next year. Clay Thompson, torn ACL. He would have been the MVP if the Warriors had won, in my opinion. And yeah. he came back into the game after when you looked at this thing on replay, I was like, oh, crap, he tore them all. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> he tore his MCL, he tore his ACL, and then he, he stays in the game and he's running around the court. Yeah. And it just, I mean, just so many storylines. Um, but, yeah, no, Masai Ujiri gets... Uh, the film I've seen of this, the the camera, you know, I mean, it's it happened at, on the court, you know, right at the end of the game. There was thousands of people there, oh, so God. I'm I'm sure somebody has film of the incident. I'm sure the Warriors have film of the incident. Is it right immediately after the game? It, the, this is how it went down. Um, apparently, he either did not have or, or did not show his credentials. Um, on the court to the officers and so um basically how it works when you when you have a credential and i kind of wonder what kind of credential he had because if you're not a, if you're not there every day you, you get a permanent credential and that one's like a laminated it's you, know, you get like a nice lanyard or whatever and you know yeah. you're, you're good to go like if somebody tugs on it you're you're probably okay if yeah. you're not there they give you these if, if if you're not there every day, they give you these like um, really like the thinnest 
wrist things that you could ever imagine. And then it's a paper credential with a tiny hole that's basically got like this tiny bit of paper to, to not rip. And I've had it because you put it on your wrist or you put it somewhere that they can see as you're walking around. And I've yeah. literally <clears throat> tore that thing at least five times. Yeah. And um, then you're like, if you lose it, then, you know, you're kind of like, wait, what's this guy doing here? And then you got to explain, blah, 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 blah. I don't think Masai Ujiri was in the mood to explain uh, after they had won the NBA championship. And he's a fiery guy, too. Yeah, yeah. So apparently, he. this is the early report, and we wouldn't take this as fact, because chances are, if I had to guess, it was leaked by the sheriff. You know, because the local news picked it up real quick, but they said, um, you know, they're investigating him for pushing the officer in, a, in, the, in his face. So, uh, Ooh. yeah, and the, the no, scene afterwards, because this is the only thing you catch on the video. You you just kind of see Masai standing there, and I, I think they were referring to the guy that was like yelling at this officer. I think he was like Nike Chuck or something. <laughs> he must be like a Nike guy. Was it, it the guy with that? Was that the guy that was like one of the first guys to run up to um, Kawhi? Maybe I did notice that guy, and I don't know okay. who he was, but I thought he was pretty funny because Kawhi wanted nothing to do with him. And yeah, <laughs> and he felt that, and he felt like emboldened enough to like go up and push him in the chest when he was trying to like talk to Steph or something like that. I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> uh, so much to talk about with celebrations. I mean, um, to to get rid of this the side thing really quick, like. Nike Chuck or whatever his name is was yelling at this officer like kind of like do you know who this is and mm-hmm. the officers were pissed and there was this yeah. little moment and I th- I saw what I thought to be a member of Warriors staff PR who's the best PR department in the NBA bar none uh-huh. um, talking with Masai didn't look really concerned like that Masai had done something wrong so yeah. that was interesting to me. And he might not have known anything about the situation, really. R- right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 the camera won't lie on this one. So no, no, no. It'll, be, it'll be pretty open shut. And then the question is, is, does the local, you know, does, I mean, Oakland has plenty of reason to be salty right now. You know, you, you lose the, the finals, you lose your team to San Francisco if you're an Oakland sheriff, you probably, you know, you, you just lost your contract to, to provide security at the games. So there's no reason to keep things nice and, you know, cozy. You know, if, if, if you were the local team and somebody at the local team had something and you're a sheriff, you guys have a contract to do security at that game, you might just be, ah, we'll let this one go, you know? Yeah. But no, no, that's Toronto. I don't, I don't- so I think if it if the video shows him pushing an officer in the face, Oof. they are not going to let that go. He, he's gonna he's gonna have to deal with this, and my suggestion would be to deal with it quickly, and you know get in there and a full mea culpa and apologize and get that thing you know whittled down to a fine or whatever. But if he tries any kind of um, playing the cards. If he tries any kind of uh, trying to say that it didn't happen and then you don't know what he said to me and this and that and blah, 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 it's going to go full circle. They're going to move, you know, he can, they're, they're, he's not going to be able to, I mean, we have all sorts of extradition laws with Canada. Like he's going to have to face the music and they'll take it all the way, you know, because that's one thing that we know that police officers do <laughs> is they stay together. So, there's not going to end well, um, you know. I mean, regard. I mean, like, there's nothing he could have said to him. I mean, I don't think that in those. I mean, those those security gigs are pretty cush gigs as far as police work goes. Very, you know what I mean? yeah, very cush. They're not like high intensity things. So like, they don't. Anybody that's had a horrible experience with a police officer, you don't really have those in the setting in that setting. I mean, I can't imagine the guy's like, hey, you mother effort, show me your credit. I mean, this doesn't really happen. 
<laughs> no, what, what it is is like, especially at the end of a game like that, it's just pure chaos. And right. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure if I'm just guessing here, like it was chaos. The, the officer kind of picked the, cause I've walked around these courts and like, it's like, if they see you, they're going to ask for your credential, but half the time they don't even see you which right. is weird, you know, and I guess, you know, at a at game six final, everything's, you know, wrapping up, there's confetti or I guess not in Oakland. Um, the, uh, that was actually a thought I had last night because they, they called a foul at the end of the game and I was like, Oh, there's going to be confetti everywhere. Oh wait, no, this is Oakland. Um, yeah, I have weird thoughts. Um, yeah, no, it, like they're just, I'm sure when he looked at him, he was like, you know, kind of like looking at five people at the same time and maybe just sort of through a half-hearted, let me see your credential. Yeah, and yeah. then Masai probably went like, I'm the GM of the Raptors. You, you got to know this. And I'm not going to not celebrate with my guys. And then it got physical somehow, yeah. if it got physical. So that's crazy. And you know what? That wasn't even the first news about Masai Ujiri in the evening <laughs> as Woj, right as the final buzzer was going off tweeted that Washington want to offer him everything in the kitchen sink to come work for them. Um, that was just great from a news breaking timing standpoint, you know, like did Washington put that out? Did you, your jury's agent, cause it came out from a couple other sources as well. Did, he, right. did his agent just hit, you know, send on, on a, on a group text of some type. And, uh, you know, just really want to lean into that leverage. Um, so that was uh, that was it in a nutshell. As for the game itself, I mean, I don't know about you, Cause I I had to like take breathing breaks in that yeah. game. <laughs> so I'm just like trying to analyze it as it's going on, and like, holy yeah. crap, there was so much happening. Right. Um, <clears throat> I don't even know what what are your general thoughts about the game. And then what we're going to do here is we're going to spend some time talking about the players. Okay. And, I mean, there's just, I mean, I was writing them down last night and I was about to give away the keys to the car and say, you know, Hey, here's all these storylines in one series. And then I was like, ah, I can't write this list up. There's too much going on in this game. Um, but there was just a ton. So we'll talk about some players, but what's your general thoughts about just the game itself? And we'll, we'll take a little bit here and, and actually break this thing down. Um, my, well, the my first thing was like just just to speak on the warriors just for a second and like watching what a true champion is i mean they have had they had every reason to lay down <laughs> you know they had every reason reason to lay down in game 5 and certainly last night and but that's not what like champions do i mean you just you just you keep your hands up and you swing and you don't stop swinging until it's over and so I know that this is hard for Oakland and hard for uh, the players and stuff, but talk about having absolutely nothing to not be proud of. I mean, I, you, I mean that was just an unbelievable uh, performance from a heart perspective um, by the Warriors. And that's, uh, that's what made this series so great. I thought both teams in the heart department just had it all the entire time, you know? Yeah. Like, the, the, it, just trading punches. Totally. And, and from from the Toronto perspective, you know, I was thinking about like, the, you know, these guys, you know, they, you know, when they said that stat that I don't know if it was on the broadcast or on a different channel, but Kawhi Leonard is the highest draft pick on the on the Raptors at 15. Mm. You know, that's a certain culture when you have so many guys. I mean, Van Fleet is undrafted. <laughs> we have so many of those guys. Danny just, Green. Danny Green. I mean, guys that have always had to fight for everything. And then you, you look at, like, the way that their careers have went, you know. And the thing about winning a championship is no one cares about what was before. No one's going to care that for basically his whole time in Toronto, Ibaka's been out of shape and seemed indifferent. No one cares anymore. No one cares that Kyle Lowry's been one of the worst performers in the history of the playoffs for an all-star. <laughs> no one's going to care anymore. You know, like, Mark Gasol is soft. No one cares anymore. Like, when you, when you get that championship, it erases basically everything. 
that you've ever done before. I, I just and, got chills hearing that just because like, man, you know, this we're talking about people's lives here. You know, they, yeah. they give everything to this profession and, and, and people like to subtract the money you know or, or hold the money against people and say oh it's a, you know you anybody would do that for the money or you know somehow this oh. diminishes it right <laughs> no these guys i mean you take anybody in any walk of life I, I don't care if you're an artist you know whatever you do you know you're if you spent 10 to 20 to 30 years you know trying to hone your craft and you climb that ladder to the top and nobody says that you can do it cuz nobody picked you in the draft you know, you, 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 you've had all sorts of adversity and then you get it. That's just yeah. amazing. It's, it's, and you know, a lot of people are trying to say that the, the, the Raptors don't deserve this. So there's an asterisk because all the injuries and you know what? I think those people are stupid. Hey, I, I hope you, you're not one of them. Cause I didn't well, ask no, you before it. Hey, hey, I'm a, I'm a Laker fan, right? So they lost when they had uh Peyton and Carl Malone and Kobe and Shaq, they lost to the Detroit Pistons, right? Everyone talks about that Detroit Pistons team. You know, oh, you know, they were a full, they were a complete team and no, you know, no Hall of Famer and all this stuff. You know, like as a Laker fan, I remember that Derek Fisher hurt his knee in the last game of the Western Conference Finals and was never the same. I remember that Carl Malone hurt himself and was didn't play the last couple of games of that series. You know who doesn't remember that? The rest of the world. <laughs> Detroit won that series. It doesn't matter if that guys were hurt. They won. You know, so, you know, there's going to be some people in Oakland that are always going, oh, well, you know, whatever. no one else cares. No one else cares. When, well, they, when they're wheeling these guys out 40 years from now for the anniversary thing, no, no one's going to be like, oh, well, you know, the Warriors were hurt. No one cares. Well, and you so know? that to me, I agree with that. And that, you know, should open and shut the door there. Um, but I'll even take it a step further. Like, Fred Van Vliet. He battled Steph Curry, like Absolutely. just battled him. And then Absolutely. Pascal Siakam was yeah. dominant. Kawhi Leonard, Again. dominant. Yeah. It didn't matter who was on the floor. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't think Kawhi or I don't think Kevin Durant, you know, if he wasn't hurt, you know, would have helped in those respects. Like, no, it, 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 this was this was a fascinating finish. And, and it, it was one that almost didn't even happen because the Bucks came out and were so dominant right people wrote off the raptors i mean you I, got the you, you did i did i, I thought i thought it was the bucks i thought it was the bucks championship to be had i i this is where i can to my own i held on for dear life <laughs> with, yeah. with like the skin of my fingertips <laughs> like yeah it was so hard um yeah. but the uh just the, I mean, the, the the four bouncing game seven shot against Philly, like yeah. th- these guys, yeah. they came out and they um they they rode they rode quite a wave and uh, the, the I mean the game and then we're not even doing the game any justice here. Like I mean, uh, of course, Clay Thompson came out and and also about Clay, I I now think he's somewhere in like the top kind of five to eight range of NBA players like I'd always held him in sort of like a top 10 to 15 range um I the way first of all to speak about the greatness of Kawhi Leonard he made Clay look like he couldn't defend him a lot of the time and then there were times that Clay stepped up and really held his own there um and the two of them in their battles were just fascinating the 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 way that they you just know, sort of comport themselves on the court um their efficiency <laughs> your, even though your quote, your quote last night i think kind of tells it all you, when you when we were talking and you said uh you said talk about two guys that just shut up and get it done oh yeah <laughs> and, and that's i mean that's that is like those two guys if i'm going to tell kids to watch two guys play basketball those are the two guys i want them to watch it's Kawhi Leonard and Clay Thompson. They're so, guys, so fundamentally sound. Like <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's it's just beautiful to watch. And Clay carried this team. Um, you know, as did a lot of their other guys. But and we're gonna go through them all. But um, he he comes out. He's firing. He gets injured on a fast break you know danny green clipped him totally accidental um lands on his knee and 
you know, they took time out and then it was, hey, you're going to be ineligible to return if you don't take these free throws. And he's halfway in the tunnel and then <laughs> like not looking good at all. And then yeah. just sort of starts jogging on it, comes back out and shoots the free throws, stays in the game. Right. And the, the, the thing about this that's so crazy is the only player on the court that didn't know what the plan was was DeMarcus Cousins. And Cousins was looking at the sideline, and they're like, foul, foul, foul. We got to get this guy out of here, probably freaking out about, you know, Kevin Durant and what is this? You know, they just got hit once. The rest of the players, including Clay, were like, hell no, he's not coming off the court. (laughs) And they yelled at Cousins when he he took the foul. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he immediately points over to the sidelines like, that's what they told us to do. Yeah. And just, and, and so Clay then kind of jogs off the, the floor. And, and I've known people torn their ACL that, you know, basically kind of didn't know that they yeah. had that. And yeah. they play. It's, it's not, they don't play long. <laughs> they, right. Right. they, but they play a little bit and then they find out, oh, hey, I tore this thing. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what happened there. Um, then the Warriors held on and held on and held on and held on until they didn't. It was, um, yeah. you know, I, I, I really liked watching DeMarcus Cousins play. Um, he he didn't die out there. Oh, he, I mean, he toughed it out. I mean, I didn't expect to see him also in this series. He toughed it out. I think when he stopped, I think when they stopped putting him in position to make a lot of decisions is when he flourished. Like I think earlier in the series, his bad habits came to the forefront as far as like his slow decision-making process, you know? And I think he's just not used to playing in high stakes games. So I think in these last couple of games, they really did a better job of just making him a finisher and he was able to flourish. And then he made a couple of good plays for other people once he got going, once the ball went through the hoop. But I thought earlier in the series, he had he was acting like he was playing out there with his kids or something like that, like he had all day to do stuff. <laughs> he was making passes that were like, dude, that was open about five minutes ago. What are you doing? <laughs> we're we're going we're gonna to just talk about some players now, I think. Unless you want to talk about – did you see the plant guy? You, you want to talk about Drake? You know, talk about Drake or the plant guy cause? Who's the plant guy? I don't uh, want to talk about Drake. You don't want to talk about... Uh, did, did you know that Drake did an interview after the game, like he played in the game? No, I no, but nothing that nothing surprises me surprises me about, you know... He, 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 he's, he's blessed, right? Like, he, he, he just wander, I, he wanders I, into things. Like. I, I, yeah, I just can't. To me, it's so the whole that whole thing is like pretty funny. I think that I, I don't know. Listening to people talk and like he's it's just an interest. I'm just not a big fan of celebrity in general. Like I, I enjoy artists for their artistry and athletes for them being athletes and like actors for being actors and a good you know, Carpenter because of his work. I don't really care what they like. I don't care what they wear. You know, so this whole Drake thing is like just so unbelievably annoying and like just really weird. Yeah. It's it's just weird that, you know, people would go like he's got he's on stage that's at the the jurassic park jurassic park that's made to look like a room so (laughs) i'm assuming i'm assuming that there's like gotta be a channel where people could just watch drake watch the game and like that it's just so crazy to me you know that that is our country you know like that, that this is a thing like if if i was there like say i wanted to go to this jurassic park thing and then i go and i see some clown in a on stage in a fake room i'd be like do i have to look at this the whole time is it gonna be mad if i turn around turn my back to this is there a screen over here i can look at like who, who the hell wants to see that clown but people do you know so you know well, whatever <laughs> it, it's it's a, it's a story about the story yeah it, it really is like you know it, it 
people get upset about it. People get angry about it. You know, writers are sick of talking about it, but it's just there. And you can't almost like, I mean, this guy literally owned the place, you know? And, you know, it's anyway, it's, that's its own thing. Plant guy is probably better. Uh, I'll I'll tell you, plant guy, um, you you probably would get along with plant guy a little bit better, but he was just some moron on the streets that was drunk. That was, uh, he offered Kawhi Leonard a plant. He was carrying a big ass. It looked like a palm, you know, the palm trees that have like those lower branches that are kind of like just big, big kind of palmy looking branches but they're really big and sometimes they fall and they cause damage he was holding one of those and yeah. uh he was drunkenly offering that's Kawhi Leonard as a housewarming gift ah yes and uh he was a, he was charming enough to make some news um no DeMarcus Cousins was uh you know we were talking about him and we might as well just start we'll go through the Warriors real quick um DeMarcus I thought was was great um theater because here's a guy that was called by many at, at some point in time, myself as well, the best big man in the game and <laughs> couldn't stay on the floor, <laughs> you know, um, injuries, time off, rust, whatever you want to call it. But really the outlines of his game have been known for a while. You talk about the lack of discipline, all this stuff bubbled up, you know, never having learned to play in the post uh, during his time in Sacramento uh, let alone New Orleans. Um, I thought when when the Warriors needed buckets late in Game Six, they were taking it down to the post with him. Yeah, and it was brilliant. It's like, hey, you got an angle here. You got to yeah. go with it. And then he just couldn't win on the margins. Like he didn't have the the final polish on his game to make that work. So uh, up and down series, but. Um, I mean, where, where, where do you go with DeMarcus? You know, like, uh, obviously, well, I guess the Warriors situation is jumbled up enough to where maybe he could theoretically be brought back. But, like, you know, what's his... I, I, well, what's your, what's your take on DeMarcus after this? That depends on, you know, KD's decision, really. Because um, the Warriors are in a little bit of a pickle if KD decides to um, opt in, and we'll discuss that in a minute. But on DeMarcus, just, you know, I think that he showed, um, you know, tremendous... Resilience and getting back, uh, and it was needed more than, you know. I thought after the uh, first game, I thought that, uh, you know, he was. I was like, he can't be out there at all. You know, you gotta get, you gotta have Bogut in there for a little bit longer, maybe. And I think Bogut's body broke down real quick in the series, but um, he he toughed it out. You know, it's all you. I mean, that's how you judge guys like like like. James Harden doesn't have these kind of performances, right? Because if something wasn't right with him physically, he would never just gut it out. And DeMarcus like fought against gutting it out at times. There were times where he didn't move his feet because he was tired. But like, like just having everyone else on the Warriors fighting so hard, seeing Looney out there with a broken chest. Oh my God. You know, <laughs> you know like, just, you know, he, DeMarcus was like, he he had his like come to Jesus moment and he's like things aren't working right for me but I'm just gonna fight <laughs> you know I'm just gonna fight and see what happens and and that's what you know champions do and I think I don't know what is I think someone's gonna overpay him probably but you know probably the Lakers <laughs> but um I think he he has something to build on like actually being in a championship environment and, and part and of it. Seeing- and, and a big part of it, you know, like they don't get they, again without him. There's no game six, <laughs> you know, that he, he helped get them through to this point. So I think he has something to build on for for his career. You know what's left of it. And, uh, you know, he's got to take he's got to take this feeling, you know, of what it feels like to just throw it all out there. And if you win, you win, you lose, you lose. But you got to throw it all out there. And uh, he did that. Yeah, I thought he um, definitely took steps forward, and uh, I was rooting for him, you know, especially being in Sacramento where there's a certain orange clown that that tees off on him on his radio show just literally without any professionalism, without any regard, you know, for for what's going on. And, uh, you know, that kind of narrative has surrounded him for a while. He's a really good guy um, off the floor with what he does with charity, uh, the way he deals with team and media and all that's well this well documented he's got issues in that area uh hopefully he pivots out of all of this 
heads into the right direction and um you know make makes 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 that next up he's never never going to be the same guy i don't think um yeah. but but i hope he pivots out and uh let's pivot over to steph yeah yeah he's taking a lot of heat as usual um you know uh for whatever reason he's he's never good enough for people um yeah. <laughs> i don't know who these people are and, and this is like the drake thing it's like or why are we talking about this like are there actually people who think that steph curry is like not good or something or that he's choking like yeah. uh, how many uh, big shots did he hit in that game um yeah. i mean sure he's made mistakes but what i mean where where are you yeah. with steph after this series I, I have no issue with anything that steph i mean there's i mean the coach in me will always nitpick certain things that he does in certain moments but when they work no one's complaining so you can't like you can't pick and choose in that kind of a thing you know when you want you know the shot selection and stuff so but again he was fighting you know that's that's the one thing that you know i thought he played maybe his best defensive finals you know out of these five i thought that he was really tuned into his assignments more so than i've seen i thought he was a little more savvy off the ball. He's normally really good. He's got really good defensive instincts off the ball, but I thought he took a lot more ch- like um, calculated chances off the ball that worked. Um, there was a one that know. didn't, though. Well, which the, one? The, the big one um, in game four when he uh, tried to yeah. double on, on Kawhi and it, it, didn't work, it didn't end up well. Yeah. But, I mean, it's like... But that's the picking and choosing part. You know, and, and, and it's you know it's, that was a particularly uh, bad play. I don't want to get hung up on that but, particular yeah, play. No, but, but, but it's funny that because me and when when uh, last in game five, right when uh, in the first quarter, uh, Van Fleet Steph takes a three, and as it's long out of his hands, Van Fleet's late and hammers him for no reason whatsoever, and sends Steph to the line for three. And I told my wife, I was like. You know, if they lose by one or two, no one's going to be talking about this play where Van Fleet just gave three points to the Warriors. And sure enough, come end of the game, everyone's talking about Nick Nurse, you know, and his timeout call. <laughs> you know, you, you go by, I mean, there's a million things that happen in a game, and no one is more important than the other. But so, but anyway, I, I thought Steph was great. I thought he, I thought he gave it all he can, all he can give. I mean, he, you know, what, 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 do you, what do you want him to do? Like. <laughs> well, know, like, he carried them in game three that yep. and he showed that fatigue in game four. Um, he he's he, he I think when we look at this, I think if actually I'll put it this way. I think if, if he's looking at this, he's probably feeling pretty good about how he played in general. But there were probably about five plays he wished he could have back that we're kind of like you know the three at the end last night i mean he's gonna see that one in his sleep for months you know he he, even yeah i mean even even, i thought even like there was even just taking the three i thought he could have easily got fouled there and and went to the line i mean they i I feel like the way that ibaka and and fleet were running at him (laughs) that there was a foul to be had and Mm. then also i thought that he very easily could have taken a dribble to get a really clean look at 15 feet, which still would have won the game. So, um, but you know, whatever, <laughs> you know, he got a great look that he makes, I mean, would deter, what would you put on him missing that shot? You know, <laughs> I'm not betting a lot that he's going to miss that again. So, you know, no problems with staff over here. Yeah, no. Um, you know, I think, Draymond is the only other warrior, and then we'll get to the we'll get to the champs here. You know, not yeah. not to give them short shrift here. Um, the Draymond to me, man, he he came into this thing overweight. You know, a couple months before the playoffs, then went on like one of my paleo diets or something. Yeah, and lost it all, and yeah. and looked as dominant as I've ever seen him. Right. Then uh <clears throat> things start to unravel, I think. You know. Yeah. In the finals. It it, yeah. it got ugly at times. Yeah. He had some pretty poor performances. Even as, you know, 
he was doing a lot last night, but the um, got those turnovers were just killers, you know. Um, the turnovers, the mental game. Yeah, I mean, he had that backcourt, that one game. I mean, he's just – I think he was t- – I mean, five years. I mean, it's a lot of – I mean, that there's a reason that people – that teams don't do this. It's not because that teams aren't as talented as stuff. It's such a grind on so many aspects, mentally, physically. And I just think that his – I think he was exhausted mentally – and he really just – I, I just don't – I think he really had a problem with their length. I mean, I just I just think that he – I think You, you know Siaka, what he could use? He could use a damn floater. Yeah. He needs something. He has no float because he if he when he drives in, it's either going to be all the way to the cup. And he's not the greatest finisher at the rim. And then, like, if there's no, if there's no lob option, it's very easy to defend. And they really didn't have a lob option, you know, once Bogut wasn't in the game because, uh, you know, Looney couldn't lift his arms above his chest. <laughs> well, and you know, you know what compounds it is he's so aggressive getting to the paint. Yeah. It, I mean, I could probably – over under 20 possessions, maybe more, 30 even, where he, he, he takes – he has an open three even or whatever the open shot is. And he maybe even an open teammate, but right. takes it into the paint and does not have a plan. Yeah. And that's okay when you have KD, Steph, and Clay out there. They can make up for that, you know? But when you have, have Steph, you know, and, uh, <laughs> and three you know, non offensive players. <laughs> yeah, three non shooters. Sean Livingston, Andre Iguodala, exactly. <laughs> Kevin Looney. I mean, yeah. <laughs> now it's a problem. <laughs> I mean, I was looking at some of these offensive lineups and just going, whoa, how are they going to do this? And watching the Warriors really, like, the term manufacturing points came yeah. into my head so often because, I mean, they were working hard. And that's yeah. another thing about this Raptors win is that, that like the entire series felt like the Raptors were the better team. Oh yeah. So I mean, I mean, even on that, you figured the best stretch of basketball for the Warriors was that eighteen zero run and that in the game um, it was a game two, game two. But after that eight, after that run, like. You never felt like, I mean, I think the Warriors were up 14. You never felt like they were in control of that game. And the Raptors had a chance with a minute left. You know, so like it never, ever felt like the Warriors were the better team. Ever. Ever, you know. Even, when the, even with the great play in the first quarter of Durant in game five, where they were knocking down, I mean, they must have hit like six threes or seven threes, something like that. You look up, they're only up like two or three. You know, like it just—it it didn't just have the weight never, of the Warriors. You, I mean, you just feel these twenty-point sledgehammers playing right. these Warriors. That never felt that way. Never felt that way. Um, Nate Jones is—he works in the basketball industry. He's a great Twitter follow. Uh, Jones on the NBA just tweeted something, um, basically that he could see Draymond not being with the Warriors next year. Um, the Warriors possibly passing you know they're gonna have to punt next season more or less so you can get creative there and then if you want out of the draymond green business who just signed with clutch and and rich paul who if you hadn't had a chance to go read the rich paul article that came out from si uh it's, it's nothing great but it's interesting just to know who this guy is how he got there kind of what's going on it does appear i mean the odds the Westgate 2020 title odds: Lakers nine to two, Bucks six to one, Clippers six to one, which is fascinating. I mean, KD was always on their radar, um, and Kawhi. You know, <laughs> I don't know what that's all about. I, Westgate's kind of very um, <clears throat> West Coasty, so maybe they're taking a lot of action on the Clippers, and that's why that number's so low. Rockets eight to one, Raptors ten to one. I put ten bucks on the Raptors to ten to one last night. I should have put more, but I, I was cheap about it. <laughs> and I, uh, yeah, I think that. I mean, 
we'll talk about them in a second, but the, uh, you know, those odds are very interesting and, uh, Draymond could bolt to LA, you know, play with LeBron, play with Anthony Davis. If that's what's going to end up happening, I don't know how that's going to look. Um, but these warriors, they're pivoting and, uh, Draymond, uh, I just don't know how much I would, I would pay him and, and want to surround my, you know, my, my my core not that not that I don't believe in him as a player I just worry about his offense getting even worse yeah I, you have a it's an interesting situation like I think that they're gonna max Clay I don't think this, I mean the ACL is not gonna scare the Warriors off of Clay no. so he's gonna be back at the full freight but the real question to me is Kevin Durant if, if Durant opts in <laughs> you know for this last year to sit out the Warriors are like really in a tough spot. I mean, you can you can if they, if if he doesn't, he, he bolts to New York, who will be very glad to pay him to sit out. You know, they'll give him the freight. I mean, what's one more bad year for those for those knuckleheads over there? You know, like <laughs> who cares? You know, I, so, I, 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 why'd you get a hold up? You were gonna say idiots, and then you 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 softened it. So you know, he's gonna get his money from from somewhere. But I think, you know, if he opts in, you can't have two guys who aren't playing. And then a third? <laughs> or, the, or then Pedro? Like, yeah, I mean, you know, you just can't have it, you know? Because he's got, what, one more year, Dre? He's not a free agent. He's got you know, uh, this, uh, this is going to sound crass, but, like, Lacob's gotten the best of it since he's gotten into the league. Other than oh, getting sure. booed on Chris Mullen night, which is still one of the funniest things I've ever seen, yeah. um, man, I, re- I man, that takes me back. Um, he's had, he's gotten the best of it, and taking that team from Oakland to San Francisco um, kind of deserves a year of of, of, of paying luxury tax, you know, for yeah. um, you know, it just to me. I wish we had more time on this pod to talk about that. That team is Oakland and moving them across the bay to me is just messed up. It's going to be different. That's for sure. There's nothing like Oracle and a playoff game at Oracle. And just like, man, I got so many years and I wasn't there every day or anything like some of these guys, but like just, I mean, I remember seeing Jason Kidd, Tony Gonzalez, and who was the third Cal Bear that they played with uh, in, the, in the Otis Spunkmeyer Invitational? It was crazy. Tony Gonzalez, when you watched him play. Yeah, but he played he, he play with Kid? Maybe, maybe that was after Kid, huh? He was after Kid. Uh, he might have played, um, played with Abdur Rahim, though. That, those, those Cal teams were constantly there. Um, yeah. Shout out Randy Duck. <laughs> Randy Duck. Now you're dropping some names. Jared Hass. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, so Oracle, you know, it's, it's, going, it's going away. I, I don't know what they're going to do with it here, you know, but it just seems like that building is, um, you know, it's dead. So, uh, so are the Warriors. And, and, and so possibly a dynasty that um, many thought was just completely 100% untouchable. And that's how tenuous the NBA is. And, you know, really life is tenuous. So, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, the Raptors are NBA champions. Um, <clears throat> let's talk about Kawhi Leonard. Yes. Ka- Kawhi Leonard had, um, uh, this whole prisoner of the moment thing is very easy to slip into. Um, I've thought Kawhi has been the best player in the league for three years. The injury clouded it. And, and, and just, I mean, just, just a quick, I mean, that, that, the year that Russell Westbrook won MVP is a complete farce. And everybody that voted for him should be ashamed of themselves. Thank you. I was hoping you would crank it up for that. Honestly, that was it's the easiest. Clearly, like, on, clearly was the best player in the league that year. And, and that was just a complete and they were easily shown how dumb. How do we strip just, people of their votes? I don't know. <laughs> Can we be anti-American about this? Seriously, because to to, uh, to 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 
give somebody uh, an MVP just because of a st- uh, some stupid made-up stat line, and then it's then he not even an advanced the- stat. It's a freaking stat from 1932 or something. So stupid. But anyway, I don't want to interrupt you. But yes, we've we've long acknowledged his greatness. But please continue. Yeah, no, and I think that's. I mean, the big story here is that you're sort of watching people go, "What? Kawhi Leonard might be the best player in the league," and celebrating <laughs> it and giving him his his just desserts, which I've never understood that term. Um, it, it to me, I, I just I, I I could gush all all, all day. The the defense alone is i mean he just excels in every freaking area of the game except maybe passing at this point but he's a pretty good passer yeah yeah like but he i think he's a very good passer actually he doesn't get assist numbers because he doesn't chase him you know i think i think he i think he just makes the right play the majority of the time and that's going to call for the hockey assists Mm. But I, I I thought he pat. I mean, there were some times I thought when um I thought his I think his his bad passing in this series came from sometimes when they were things that tightened up a little bit and the Raptors would kind of stand there and watch him. Whenever that happened, I think there was some you know questionable passing. But when they were you know in their flow and then he got double teamed. I thought he was passing brilliantly. So, um, he plays an egoless, but so aggressive brand of basketball. It's, it's like the anti James Harden, like James Harden does everything wrong out there. (laughs) Just, I mean, it's just dripping off of the film. Don't do that. Don't do that. That was dumb. Oh, hey, you scored. Cool. You know, like it, it, playing with those guys back in the day was just terrible. Um, but the, uh, you know, Kawhi just I, it's like it's like Clay. I mean, the two of them, that's why that matchup was so fascinating is each takes the right amount of space that that they're entitled to, that they're that they're able to go get and then figures out from there. What are my options? And I mean, you just watch it sort of like a computer unfolding. You know, and they're just so systematic in how they pick you apart. Uh, it was great seeing him let loose after the game and, 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 yeah. and do a little celebrating and yeah. look kind of normal, you know? Yeah. He's, getting a, yeah. he's getting a little weirdo reputation with the whole apples thing. <laughs> Did you hear about the apples thing? No, I didn't hear about the apples thing. <laughs> I don't know who relayed this story, but apparently in San Antonio, like after a win or something, they all went out to dinner. And he just brought a bag of apples to the table. <laughs> like five apples. It's, it's, and the quote was something great. I got to look it up. But it was, so, you know, how do you like them I, apples? I, you know, when I, when I watch them, um, and it, it comes often when people are really intelligent and hyper-focused on something, it often it comes off as weird, especially today when people value personality so much in their evaluation of somebody so you have a guy that if he never spoke to the media again would be more than happy he's really really i think he's just smart in general but really really smart in basketball and he's super focused on it. So, like the questions he like they they asked him after you know after game five, like somebody was like, "Well, you know, uh, how come um, you know in that situation you didn't shoot the ball?" And he was like, "You know, they double teamed me." <laughs> you know, it's like, and it wasn't like anybody. It was Clay Iguodala. Like he has to pass the ball there, right? And he answers, and he, he's so like he's answering them not like people think it's weird, but. I think in part of them is like, do I really have to explain this to you, idiot? Kind of, <laughs> kind of thing. And so, well, that's that's the finals for you too. Like, <clears throat> people see these questions that get asked in the press. None of these people are there, you know, during the season. They're, they're like right. the people that fill up that room. Most reporters go to the locker rooms after the games, and for those podium. Uh-huh. Um, you know, interviews, a lot of them are non-reporters. And uh, so you get some, the, the questions are always just terrible. 
in, in, in those settings. Um, it was 12 apples, and I think he ate them with a knife and fork. Uh, so says the internet. Great sourcing on my part. Um, let's, let's pick it up because we've got a few, few people to cover here. Kyle Lowry. He, uh, you said this earlier, like, you know, playoff choking prior to this. People remember that at all after this series. No, not. And it wasn't like, because you could always jump on the like, well, he was playing with Kawhi kind of thing. But like the beginning of that game, I mean, I think that that set the tone, the beginning of yesterday's game, because he came out like just gangbusters, super aggressive. And it just it just relaxed them. It just, I think it gave them so, it gave all the other guys so much confidence to see this dude just not even considering looking at Kawhi Leonard. I mean, he, he was he was like, I'm the best player on the floor and watch me dominate this, this quarter. And so I, I don't, and even if people do think about that previous stuff, again, who cares? You know, I'm, who cares? I mean, he, this was the Kyle Lowry that we've been, that we've seen in a million regular season games. So it's not like it's just some fluke or anything like that. I mean, this is, this is who he is. He's just never been able to do it in the playoffs. He's, he's an ornery, just sort of, I bet you when he's an old man, he's going to be crotchety. Oh, yeah. He, he's, he's been this way his entire career. And really like everybody else, like you mentioned on the team, you know, he, he had to battle to get backup minutes back in the day. And right. he, he kind of, when he, when he made that next step into, Oh, Hey, this guy's really good. <clears throat> Him and Dwayne Casey just went at it constantly. Yeah. And when he wasn't good in the playoffs and when those teams, it was construction, you know, it was like Kyle can't get to the buck. Can't get, he can't get to the rim in it this wide array of ways you know he's got a couple things he does a lot of them are drawn fouls you know and you pair him next to DeMar DeRozan who teams can scheme and game plan for and that's a bad that's a bad pairing you know um so this this ornery want to beat you up in the middle of the game defensive point guard that that's really I mean is he even like a I, I feel like he's not your classic passing point guard, even though he racks up a ton no, of assists. No, he's not. He's not. He's just a. He's a little bit of a get done kind of guy. I mean, he just kind of just kind of fights and like. There's not really like a thing that you can say like you know you're going to get this from Kyle Lowry as far as how he does something. You know, he can have eight assists a game for four games in a row, and be completely different in how he got those eight assists each of those games. He's, he's, a, he's, he's a pretty unique in that way. Yeah, and, and so he fits in really well with this Toronto team because you kind of go down the line and you got these role players that you can surround Ka- Kawhi Leonard with that make them special. And, and none of them, and, and I'm, I, I'm, I don't even want to do this right now. My, my segue is somewhat ridiculous because Pascal Siakam is... Yeah. I don't have a ceiling for him right now. I, I think, it, you know, I, if I had said, hey, give me a ceiling for Pascal Siakam, you know, I'd probably say, like, okay, I don't think he can crack the top five. But his speed, length, fearlessness, toolbox, shooting stroke, defensive play, um, intangibles, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just... Like he's not getting the hype of a Giannis, yeah. But, but I mean, how how much different is he really, other than the strength of Giannis? But Giannis wasn't yeah. like linebacker Giannis until this last year, <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah, where are you I, at a, with Pascal Siakam? It's way up there, and that's why I think in their in their kind of quest to to keep Kawhi Leonard. This is going to be his play. I mean, like, I forget who was talking. And they were talking about, like, yeah, when you win a championship, you basically party with everybody for, like, three weeks to a month straight. And he's like, 
you talk about all sorts of stuff and talk about, you know, getting back and this and that. And it's really good feelings. And like Kawhi Leonard's got to look at that dude as like, he's going to be better next year. You know, like what you saw from, from Siakam is going to be even better in the next couple of years. You know, you're, you're in the East. You know, I think I, when I look at him compared to Giannis, I think he, he has already a more natural feel for basketball. You know, he's definitely more skilled <laughs> than him. So he's just not as strong and not as long, but he's he's quicker and more athletic. Like he's got way more bounce to him and, and, and speed and spring. So, you know, sky's the limit. You know, it's, it's I, I don't think like, you know, if if Kawhi leaves, I don't think he's going to be scoring, you know, nine points a game. I think he's going to I think he's a guy that like, you know, when you look at like I say, like a Draymond Green, right? When you're like, well, if if Clint and Steph went down, or just or one of them, and you need Draymond Green to give you 22 points a game, he's not going to be able to do it necessarily, or it'd be ugly when he does it. Like if, if Kawhi leaves, I, I think Siakam's going to be scoring about 20, 22 points a game <laughs> next year. You know, uh, he's, he's he's got I, yeah, that. So I think it'll be more. Yeah, I mean he's he's that. I mean he's he's a really really good player. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I definitely see a top ten for him. You know, I definitely Which, see that. That's crazy, by the way. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, like we we rated him in the the B one fifty over at Hoopball Fantasy. We rated him really high, higher than anybody else by a lot, and and we were as bullish as we could get. And yeah. no way in hell we thought this was coming. Right. Um. He's. What's what makes it great is he's almost like a point guard on the floor. So between him and Kawhi, you can play a Kyle Lowry. You know, Kyle Lowry, by the way, is gonna make thirty three million dollars next year, which is <laughs> just awesome for everybody involved. It just means he made his money, he earned his money, and yes. he's gonna get one more year of that money. That's that's just great for Kyle Lowry. Um he's got two more years left. No. No, just I'm looking at it right here. Um, okay, just just the one, um, which you know. So you know, uh, Kawhi probably goes like short term if he stays in in Toronto, or who knows? Maybe with the injuries, like now, nah, lock me up, give me four or five years. Um, you know, yeah. that wouldn't be crazy. But you know, if you have a Kawhi and you have a Siakam, you can get so flexible with your other positions. You don't need playmakers. You no, can go get I mean- defensive studs. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I completely agree with you. Like, if he if he go if he locks if he doesn't do like because everyone's talking about a two year deal to get to the to year ten and then it goes somewhere else. But if he locks up that five year, they are wide open with what they can do. They're wide open, you know, as opposed to like as long as Masai Ujiri is not in jail. As long as he's not in jail, do you mean actual jail or do you mean Washington? <laughs> Hey, oh, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, no, well, so, I mean, to your point, yeah, they got so many, so many pieces here to play, you know, I mean, they, and, and being in the East, it's just a, ah, I love this Raptors team. Um, and yeah. I love that fan base that gets to enjoy that team. So it's, it's fun. It's fun watching them. Um, you know, do you think, do you think, do you think that, um, for Kawhi's decision, do you, do you? I mean, for me, I'm thinking like to me, you know, as well as everything we've said about you know, um, Siakam and all that, like he can't rest for 20 games in the West. In the mm. in in the West, those 20 games he took off, that could be the difference of them. Say he goes to the Clippers and they get say say it's him and Jimmy Butler in, in L.A. 20 games of Kawhi taking off could be like them going from a one or two seed to like a six or seven seed. Yeah. You know, like it, you just can't do that in the West, you know? And so I would be thinking about that. If he wants to rack up some rings, I think the the easy, I mean, it's a much easier path in the East and he can really, he can really, you know, mend his body and be ready to go come playoff time much more than uh, than he could in the West. Yeah, I, I've I, I love him in Toronto. I hope he stays. Um, we'll see. I mean, that's and, and that's kind of a beautiful thing here. We got a couple more players to hit up, but real quick, like the draft is like eight days away. 
some some yeah. stupid number. And the NBA needs to do a better job of spreading this stuff out. By the way, um, yeah. and I don't care about summer league. Push summer league into the summer. Nobody cares. It's summer league. <laughs> who who cares if summer league starts two weeks later? Come on, get it together, people. Um, so. We're looking at the rest of this 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 list here, this roster. Fred Van Vliet, I cannot let us not talk about Fred Van Vliet. He yeah. is, like you said, undrafted. Um, there was times he looked like he couldn't be on the floor in previous series. Oh, I was calling. I was calling for Jeremy Lin at one point in the previous series. That's the I'm only like, thing this series didn't have was Lin Sanity. Like, I can't. I can't play. You can't play any worse than that guy. Yeah. No one cares anymore. No one cares. No, no. He, man, he made himself some money. Um, <laughs> I mean, just if it, like his agent could just cut from this oh series only, and I mean that one scene of him on the ground with the the blood going down his face, and then like he had that that tear go down his his face as well when he got rocked. Um, yeah. So he came back and he played, and man, he took some big shots <laughs> big ball shots like Sam Cassell oh yeah he was puckered up a little bit looking at those shots yeah absolutely i i just was i i mean how could you not root for that it yeah it was it was phenomenal watching him take those shots but the defense obviously on Steph yeah that's um matchups man styles make fights if yeah if yeah. Steph's not on the floor, he might not have a spot. You know? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. This is a different configuration, different style. Yeah, um, absolutely. Mark Gasol, you'd mentioned, this is a crazy playoff experience for that guy. So he, he simultaneously looked washed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then looked great at times. Yeah. I, I was thoroughly impressed with him because I thought that the Warriors were, you know, we both I thought said they had no chance unless Ibaka played significantly more minutes than him. That really wasn't the case. They were never really able to to play him off the uh, to floor, in my opinion. Like, I think he, he rested, a, they had him rest uh, at some points, but like, I thought they and they changed things up. Like sometimes he was, they were trapping on the, the screen and roll. Sometimes, I mean, he, he just. His defensive up. versatility saved him because, yeah. yeah, there were times when he was getting just crushed, you know, because of his slowness. But like, there were a lot of times, especially if you not watch the, if you don't watch the game a lot and you can't zero in kind of box, you, like when you're watching film live, you're, you're basically like trying to, make boxes this is how i do it at least and try to see kind of like what's going on in a region of the floor um yeah. it's hard to watch 10 players across the entire floor and so if you could box in on on gasol like his hedging his recovering his hands is getting into the passing lanes um yeah. all that stuff showed up big yeah. time yeah. um so he was good enough um Danny Green was Danny Green. Uh, I feel like I'm missing somebody from Toronto that I felt like I was wanting to talk about more. Ibaka, yeah. Ibaka was like the maybe the emotional center of this team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It seemed like they really reacted to his good plays, kind of like almost like they didn't know what they were gonna get, and like as he started to play better. You can see, like, the bench especially. But even the, like, starters, you can see they were like, okay, we could... I think, like, when he started to play well, it seemed like the Raptors really, really felt that they could do this thing. Because, especially when he was hitting jumpers, they were like, okay, he blocked a shot, not a big deal. Okay, he got an offensive rebound when he was matched up against uh, Steph under the basket, not a big deal. But when he started hitting jumpers and then really started to be like the Warriors, you can feel were kind of when hit when he was diving and then he would get those dunks. It was a little deflating, I think, for the Warriors. It was know, like they, the, they, they here, this is like the fifth or sixth guy on the other team. That's that's really yeah. sticking it to us. That's not fair. They can't do anything <laughs> about it. You know, they, they, they could. There was no, it's it's yeah, it, it's not fair because there's like we have no map like our best team 
is Draymond Green and the next biggest guy is Livingston right now. Like, there's not, when he dives, he's going to score every single time, and it's not fair. Uh, helped a, helped <laughs> a Jordan Bell a couple times. He just gave him a clean path to the hoop. Jeez, yeah, horrible. Depth, 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 depth. Just, Man, just, you, as, just as Looney earned some money, Jordan Bell took a lot of money out of Oh, pocket. man. You know, he, he's got big-time questions to answer. And, and it kind of just goes to show you when, like, the Warriors were, you know, they got cousins and everybody's like, oh, it's over. Oh, my God. You know, and just, that whole thing. And then you start seeing them sign other guys, right? And yeah. you're like, what? Well, they don't even need that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, they needed that guy. They needed a <laughs> body, a warm NBA body. Like, what was Nick Young doing? They needed Nick Young. I mean, like, it just sort of... I thought about that at one point. I was like, you know, a little Swaggy P could go a long way right now. Swaggy P's like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> I had to buy my ticket, but I'm here. <laughs> you imagine he's bought a ticket like the, in the 10th row, and he's in full, like, warrior gear. And he's just, like, waving. He's just like, hey, guys. No, if, if he did it really the right way. He would be in like some sort of a suit that was a breakaway suit, and he just rips it off, and he's in uniform. Oh, I think we've done it. I think we we, we closed out the year on a high note. Um, I, I don't think we forgot anything. I feel like there's one thing we forgot, but I don't. I don't think it was. It's obviously not that important. Another great season. I'm. I'm just. Uh, this. This one really rekindled my love for the game. Uh, and, and I don't think I'll ever lose love for the game, but like this one made me really excited to to just sit down and watch basketball. And uh, yeah. that's uh, it's been a pleasure, sir. Another great Yee. year on the show. Uh, we got the draft, so you know, study up. Draft, so I'm gonna lean heavily on you. You, you know, you're gonna it. have to carry us. Yeah, I've been I've been looking. I've been uh, looking at some things. It's it's kind of funny though watching the uh, you know the agents are working right now. This, this uh, is when they earn it. Oh, dude, they are working. They're they're putting out stories on guys. I mean, did, did you know that that Akeem Olajuwon's in this draft? Because <laughs> they're making they're making guys. They're trying to make guys that can't chew gum and walk seem like Akeem Olajuwon. It's amazing. What did Taco fall like? You know, take take summer lessons with Akeem Olajuwon. Bowl, bowl. Oh, I don't know if you heard the Bowls kid. I mean, his people are working over. You, you know what? You know, it's funny because so so this kid, it's great. I, I, I read something. They were like, well, Bowl Bowls got personality issues, and I was like, how the hell are you gonna do that? How you, do we really know he's got personality issues? I mean, what does that even mean? Like, that, that's clearly somebody's not happy with Bull Bull. Or I'll eat my words, old takes ex- exposed. You can tell me that I'm stupid. No, I love this time of year. Um, so uh, follow along. We got huge, huge, huge things going on at Hoopball. Like, you just wait, sit, enjoy it. You're going to see a lot of site upgrades. You're going to see a lot of coverage upgrades. Um I've got news on that front. I'll be doing a little something extra for the website this upcoming year, so that'll be fun. Um, follow us online, where we're extremely active on Twitter. We have a presence. We have a big presence. Huge presence. Lots of tweets. We're the best Twitterers the world's ever seen at KOZ and Show. And on Facebook, where we drop the truth. Nothing but the truth. Facebook.com slash K-O-Z-A-N-D-P-R-U show. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. Another one's in the books. Peace. Peace.